Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for hanging out for just a minute as we get back here to Philly's game recap. After what we just witnessed with the Philadelphia 76ers, which was honestly more inevitable than what we just witnessed with the Phillies. Like, it's one thing we knew that going up against the Miami Heat without Joel Embiid was going to be tough. But what is the excuse for the for the Philadelphia Phillies? And you guys know me. I've I've been talking about how it's too early. I don't judge a baseball team unless after Memorial Day. But you just got swept to the Tats Rangers. The New York Mets are literally taking away this whole division early on in the season. It is early, but for right now, the the New York Mets, as of right now, are obviously holding first place or holding on to first place. But they are literally your eight, your six games back of the New York Mets at first. This was embarrassing oh, by all by all means. You got five runs in two games against the Texas Rangers. Brad Miller comes back into town. He wins you the game. This game goes into extras as well. This doesn't take nine. This took ten innings for this to get done against the Texas stinking Rangers. The leadoff spot. Nobody wants the damn leadoff spot. And to be quite honest with you, the leadoff spot right now is a spot for people to just go cold. It's a, it's a freezer at this point. Anyone who touches that spot will will get will get frozen at that spot. Juan Pierre, back when the Marlins had was one of one of my favorite leadoff guys in Major League Baseball. And then after that was Dee Gordon. Those two guys would be flat out cold right now, batting leadoff for the Philadelphia Phillies. And I think Juan Pierre actually did play for the Phillies, if I'm not mistaken. But this is this is gut wrenching. Like Philadelphia is looking for a bright spot with its sports after what's been going on with the Sixers, and the Phillies just said, "Yeah, just wait till Saturday because the Union's got you. We ain't got you here tonight." This is embarrassing. This is flat out embarrassing. And the worst part about it is now you get this Texas Rangers team with a lot of hope, and and now they're going. They have a four game winning streak. Everyone thinks that the Texas Rangers are back in the race now that they're ten and fourteen. And we allowed that to happen. Great pitching tonight as well. Wheels was wheeling and dealing on Wheels Day. We'll talk about Joe Girardi's decision as well, which is boneheaded too. But you can't give Zach Wheeler any type of run support whatsoever. We had a Steve Bartman situation here tonight as well. And I and I really hope that fan made it out safe because I know how my fans can be out at Citizens Bank Park, especially out in outfield. I'm sure Dylan Davis of DSM Media can give you guys some great stories out in right field. But tonight is one of those nights where it'll truly test you as a Philly sports fan as a whole. This was a bad one. But for every night like tonight, you'll have a night like you had last week on Thursday. Sixers get the job done, move on to the second round. The Eagles did a great job in the first round in the NFL draft. The the Phillies sweep the Rockies. You're going to get those every now and then. But Philly sports really builds strong characters. The city of Philadelphia, in general, builds strong characters. If you are not built strong mentally as a fan, you, you got to be as strong as those teams as well, then you're just not cut out for this life, and I don't know what to tell you. I, I think Boston's accepting applications. Boston Sports is accepting applications. Tampa Sports is accepting applications. Los Angeles Sports are accepting applications. But if you, if you want to stick by something that could be special. And 2017 and 2008 were very special seasons, very special moments in in my life. And it, that doesn't come easy. It takes time. I don't want to go too far off a tangent because it is a regular season, but 
it is definitely really tough. But what's going on, guys? Real quick, I want to say hello to everyone. Thank you so much, everyone who's tuning on in, especially after the Sixers game recap. I want to welcome Facebook. Of course, we got YouTube, Twitter, and of course, we got TikTok in the building. What everyone? I'm going to put in the link in the comment section uh, for you guys. If you guys want to come on in here, you guys are more than welcome to come on in here and give us your thoughts. If you guys were watching the Phillies game recap, reminder, we are keeping the Phillies. We are keeping it baseball. We just did the Sixers game recap. If you are more of a basketball fan, that is posted right now on my YouTube channel. You can watch the re-recording of that. But we'll talk. We're going to keep it baseball here tonight. So you guys can definitely come on in. Definitely drop your comments, questions, and concerns in both the TikTok comment section and the YouTube comment section as well. We will get to those as well. But of course, as always, we want to give a really special thanks to our sponsor here tonight. La Terrain Watches. Make sure if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys check out La Terrain Watches. We will leave the link in the descriptions below again. Uh, guys, it's really a no-brainer. If you're looking for a high-quality watch at a bargain price, you got to go over to La Terrain Watches. Their selection is absolutely fantastic. And, of course, if you have not already, uh, right now they're running a special on their rose gold watch. If you have not gotten mom a Mother's Day gift, no worries. La Terrain Watches got you. $50 uh, for the Rose Gold Watch Special. Free shipping on it as well. It is a beautiful, beautiful watch. Definitely check it out. Definitely check out Lotterine Watches. And when you make a purchase at Lotterine Watches, make sure you guys have to check out. Use the promo code PARTOFILLY for 10% off on your next purchase of Lotterine Watches. And a very special thank you to our friends over at Lotterine for sponsoring tonight's show. Shout out to y'all. All right. So let's get to this game. Um, guys, there really wasn't much of a recap as far as this game goes. Um, this game was scoreless through nine innings. I'm not kidding. It was 0-0 through nine innings. Um, but, of course, we're going to talk about the bats here. Six hits off of one run. And it, and you kind of saw the writing on the wall in the first inning. Alec Boehm strikes out. Strikes out. Then you get a Nick Castellanos single. Who right at we weren't we talked about it yesterday. We weren't sure when Nick Castellanos would actually return for the Phillies following his, I guess, maternity leave. I guess you could say. But congratulations again to the Castellanos family. But he comes back in his first at bat, and of course, you know, we'll talk about the lineup in a second because it was surprising. Joe Girardi went with Alec Boehm at the leadoff spot after what we saw yesterday and on the feet. Bold move by him. And, of course, Nick Castellanos in his first game back since the birth of his child, batting him second. So that was definitely an interesting uh, call. But Alex strikes out. Nick Castellanos gets a second from a ground ball that went to right field. And then after that, you get a Bryce Harper force out, and you get a Reese Hoskins strikeout. And that's kind of was the writing on the wall for the rest of this game. Um, Martin Perez, who we talked about yesterday, is not the most lethal pitcher. He's a... He's an eye, a probably below average starting pitcher in, in this league. But he goes one, two, three in the second, in the third, in the fourth inning, like three straight innings. This motherfucker goes one, two, three. Like, what the heck, guys? Uh, it, 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 even more frustrating. So at the bottom of the fifth, right, you get JT Real Muto gets walked, right? Then you get Kyle Schwarber gets walked. Gene Segura comes up to bat, and then he, he he grounds out into a double play. And now you got two outs right off the bat after having guys on second, uh, on first, and and Didi Grace grounded out, and that was the inning. And that was another opportunity that went to absolute dog shit. 
All right, bottom of the sixth inning, Matt Beerling walks to, to lead off this inning, and then, of course, Alec Bohm, uh, he had a bad night. Uh, again, we'll talk about the Leo spot in a second. But he grounded out into a double play, so now it puts out two outs. Then Nick Castellanos comes out, and he hits this ball out in right field, and we had a Steve Bartman moment where a fan, listen, I get it. Guys, I can't fault a fan. Like, you got a ball coming at you. You got an opportunity to take home a souvenir. Your eyes just get a little bit bigger, and you just don't forget the fact that you're literally hanging over a fence. And unfortunately for that, that is a rule in Major League Baseball, ladies and gentlemen. You see, you interfere in the play of game. If you're leaning over the fence to try to get a ball, it is going to it, it, there, there's there's consequences for that. So what be what would have been a home run for Nick Castellanos, which would have put up the Phillies up one thing turned to be double. And I'm sure that fan got his fair share of booze, you fucking jerk off, all the above. Probably some beer was thrown at him, some dilly dillies. And I that I don't condone, that's for sure. Uh, but that was definitely a big moment in this game. Because as we saw, no runs were scored in this game. And that could have been the difference maker there. And after that, Bryce Harper, no surprise, flies out uh, to left field. Not a good, not a good game here uh, for Bryce Harper. That is for sure. Um, you got some. You had some more opportunities in the second. I mean, Reese Hoskins leads off with the walk, and then you get JT with the line out, and Kyle Schwarber with the fly out. Gene Segura gets a single with with uh, two outs, and then Didi Gregorius flies out uh, to right field. Man, oh man, this this was a rough, rough game, ladies and gentlemen. Same thing in the third. You got a single from Nick Cast. Nick Castellanos was on fire here tonight, but then uh, Veerling popped out with the lead it off. Alec Bohm grounded out, and then obviously after Nick Castellanos, Bryce Harper lined it out. Dude, like I just got to mention that real quick. Like if you're Nick Castellanos, you're getting on base almost every single at bat, and Bryce Harper after he was just not putting up. I got, I would be so infuriated. I know it's Bryce, and I know. He's a big reason why he's here, and he's he's the reigning NL MVP. But that has got to be so infuriating for a guy like Nick Castellanos, who is actually playing really, really well. Uh, bottom of the ninth inning, again, the same thing. A Reese Hoskins fly out, JT Romito line out. Kyle Schwarber gets a single, but then Gene Segura ends it with uh, with a line out to the third. And, of course, uh, top of the tenth inning, this was the difference maker here for the Texas Rangers. <clears throat> After uh, a Mitch Garver walk with one out, um, and then uh, that would bring up Brad Miller two batters later after Nick Solak striked out. Brad Miller uh, would take on a uh, would take on a a one zero pitch uh, and took uh, Brad Hand's seventy eight mile per hour slider and just off soft touch to right field. Nick Castellanos he was hauling ass. He's not the quickest uh, cat in the bunch, but he tried his best to try to catch that ball. But unfortunately, that would uh, bring in two runs uh, in that inning, and unfortunately, uh, that was that would be the difference maker there uh, for the Phils. The bottom of the ninth inning, start off with the DD strikeout, an O'Double ground out, and then Alec Bohm just he he just was ready for this game to be over. Um, and Brad Miller literally comes back home to Philadelphia. It's good seeing Bamboo Brad. You got fans with signs in the stands and. He literally wins this game for the Texas Rangers saying, hey, you guys let me walk. I mean, listen, I'm not not missing Brad Miller by any stretch of the means. If Texas wanted to overpay him, 
by all means, definitely do so. But it definitely stings a little bit more when Brad Miller is doing the damage. But look, let's 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 talk about the elef- the big elephant in the room, and that is the bats for the Phils. Like I mentioned, six hits, one run. The the constant just like you just made this Texas team look great. And I and I heard Brad Miller on the Texas uh, broadcast talk about it after. Uh, the pitching starting to come on strong in this, especially in this series. They really did a good, a solid job against us. And to me, it's just it, it's not so much that the the Rangers pitching is is starting to wake up. To me, it's more so that the Phillies bats are, are just asleep, like absolutely asleep. Like I mentioned here today, Nick Castellanos was three for four here tonight, and he should have had a home run. Absolutely should have had a home run. But then right after that, you had Bryce Harper going zero for four. And I think he had an zero for yesterday as well. That's a problem, guys. <coughs> Reese Hoskins went 0 for 3. JT Romuto went 0 for 3. Matt Veerling went 0 for 2. Not that surprising, but you get the gist of this, guys. And, of course, the leadoff spot. I don't know what it is with this position, but every single player that takes a crack at it at, this, at the leadoff spot struggles. Alpo went 0 for 5 here tonight. And that was a bold move by Joe Girardi. After the night that went down yesterday, and, and to put him in there at the leadoff spot today, I know it's defense, and we're talking about Alec Boehm leading off on offense. But it, to, to me, like to me, Alec Boehm's both sides of the, and I think for every player we could say the same. Like the play on the field translates to the play at the the play on the at the plate, and I think that's very very true as well for a guy like Alec Boehm. And I thought that today, look, Alec Boehm in the in the first in the top of the first inning. Um, on the on the line out to uh, to Adolis Garcia, Alec Bohm did a great job of. Ju- I'm sorry, it, it wasn't to it wasn't to him. Who am I thinking of? Um, it it definitely was the first. Why am I blanking on this? All right, either way, first inning, he get he gets a, a grounder. Handles it with such confidence and just absolutely delivers it, and he looks so much more cleaner than what happened yesterday uh, against against the uh, against the Texas Rangers in the, in the sixth inning. And so I felt like right after that, you come you come down in the bottom of the first, leading it off. Let's get a hit right there. But then he strikes out swinging, and that's just kind of was the narrative of the entire night. I don't know what we do at the leadoff spot. And and for right now, it just does feel like Kyle Schwarber is more of a better is benefits from batting in the lead, in the middle of the of the lineup. And we talked about it during the pregame show with Dylan Davis on the DSM preview show. But in the middle of the lineup with JT, I was sorry with Reese Hoskins, JT Realmuto in in front of you in that middle of the lineup. I really thought that the middle lineup was was going to eat tonight, and they really didn't. But Kyle Schwarber did get a hit, um, and he also had a, a walk as well here tonight. But it's it's definitely it's definitely a concern for right now. Um, like I mentioned, it is early, but you should not be getting swept to the Texas Rangers at home. I know it's a two game series, but you have best have to sweep this series here because now you're already, like I mentioned, you're six games back of the New York Mets. Oh, and by the way, you got to play them for a four game series starting tomorrow. The worst part about the bats is the fact that Zach Wheeler had another great performance. He looked really good in his last outing on Thursday against the Rockies. And then tonight, seven and two thirds innings, six hits, seven strikeouts, no earned runs, looked great. Obviously the elephant of the room, however, being 
the fact that Joe Girardi, after he just got done, after wheels in the eighth inning, just got done of striking out Jonah. Um, I keep blanking on this kid's name. This catcher, he's been a he's been a freaking pest in this series. But Jonah Heim strikes out, and Joe Girardi like wheels through seventy two pitches in this game, guys. Seventy two pitches in. The, I'm sorry, seventy eight pitches in this game, and he takes Zach Wheeler out of the game. Like for why? There were there was two outs. Dude, two outs. You you couldn't leave wheels to finish out the eighth. If you want to take Zach Wheeler out heading into the ninth inning, I'm okay with that. But dude, like let him finish the freaking inning. Like I, I I'm sorry, but I just can't find the logic into that. I just can't. And he, it really would have benefited this team tonight because at that in that instance, you could have put Jose Alvarado in the in the ninth inning, and then we wouldn't have to see, and then we could have seen Corey Kniebel um in the tenth inning, and we wouldn't have to see Brad Hand, who cost us this game, obviously. I'm not gonna kill Brad Hand. We we know this. Brad Hand, Jerry, you know that every now and then there's gonna be those outings where he comes into the game in bullpen relief, and they're just gonna screw it up. You just know that is bound to happen every now and then for both of those guys. But like I, again, I just don't understand the logic of of taking out wheels with two outs, and the dude just got done striking out a, a guy. <laughs> he deserved the booze. Joe Girardi deserved the booze there. I know Joe Girardi's received a lot of criticism, and I don't agree with all of the criticism as well. Like with the lineup right now, I know he's mixing around the lineup quite a bit. You have guys in and out of the lineup that's that's a factor in it as well. He is also trying to find the best possible case scenario. But at the end of the day, the bats not hitting is not on Joe Girardi. The bats not hitting are on the batters. They got to step the fuck up. You just got swept by the Texas Rangers. Yesterday you had 11 hits, you get you you put up four runs. Tonight you had six hits, you gave up one run. Or you put up one run, I should say. I'm sorry. It's just atrocious, man. It's just absolutely freaking atrocious. It's crazy. We have we haven't we we. It's funny because I mentioned it again in the preview show with with Dylan on the DSM Media preview show. Um, the bullpen has been something to clap about this season. We, we haven't really needed to kill this bullpen quite often. Um, but tonight, I mean, Brad Hand really really screwed it up. And to all the people, out of all the people, Brad Miller, man, Brad Miller. That's like that is a that is a gut punch to say the least, man. Absolute gut punch. Oh, brother. What's up, Klepa? What's up, Klepta? What's going on? What's happening, man? Memphis 10. What does this mean? What does this Memphis stuff mean? But I appreciate you checking in, man. I appreciate the comments. What's going on, guys? What's happening, TikTok? Again, guys, uh, TikTok and YouTube, we are gonna keep it Phillies related. Uh, I know I have my six. I was not changing my shirt. I just did not feel like looking for a Phillies t-shirt, but we are talking Phillies, uh, Phillies Rangers game recap. Phillies fall in extras tonight, two to one. Um, another another rough one, guys. Another rough one where the bats just are still asleep. Um, you got a great performance from Zach Wheeler that Joe Girardi cuts too short, and the Rangers swept us. The Rangers swept us, guys. Can you fathom what I just said? The Texas Rangers swept our goddamn asses i can't even believe that what's up change what's going on brother what's happening what's happening uh uh now change my bedtime is when we're done 
we don't go to sleep until the work is done. That's just the, that's just my uh, my nature. I need anything I do, I do it until the job is done. So uh, we're doing this Phillies game recap. If you watch the Phillies, definitely give us uh, some some uh, some input. If you if you have some opinions on tonight's game, got a show to do. The show don't stop, brother. The show don't stop. What's up, Ted? What's going on? I'm sure I'm sure you're upset, man. I have no words. I feel you, brother. I got no words either, man. It's there's it, it there's no excuse for getting swept to the Texas Rangers, especially this game. Last night we talked about the seventh inning when Roman Quinn gets on base and then Matt Veerling hits a double and then you get uh, Schwarber popping out, Bohm striking out, and Bryce striking out. That is completely unacceptable. And that that inning is where you should have won the game last night. And then tonight, it, it, it's just like the bats really made Martin Perez look like Roger Clemens. I, I don't. I don't. Randy Johnson. I don't know who you want to say. Obviously, Martin is, is a lefty, but. Um, it, it's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable, man. I, I'm sick and tired of talking about pitchers who look better than what they should. Like I, I, I do think that Tyler uh, Meagle has performed better. We're, we're going to see him this weekend as well. But he's not what he's demonstrated against us. Like we have to do a better job. And this is the worst part about it: a team that's struggling to hit, and now we got to go up against the New York Mets, who can hit the baseball, and obviously the pitching is pretty solid as well. We just had a hit last Friday to these guys. That's definitely concerning. Absolutely. Uh, such a poorly constructed team. You, you and I could do much better with two hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Um, I would agree to the ex- not because of the money. The money is what it is, and I, I think that the Phillies spent the money wisely this past uh, off season. Uh, I- I'm gonna hold reservation on Kyle Schwarber. I know he's not been batting to what we expected, and we also did sign him to be a leadoff guy. Uh, but Nick Castellanos has been great. I mean, you see what he can do. Uh, the dude, like he said, all he does his job is to hit the baseball and. Dude, tonight he was three for four, and Bryce Harper did him no favors by not, not helping him advance bases. Like he needs him to help advance bases, and Bryce was just zero for four tonight. Um, I think the problem with this team, and I think that we always—I sh- don't know why we shy away from this, but we don't ever hold the, the 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 farm system accountable. Like there's not that influx of young kids that can come in and, and help produce and, and, and help a good give give a good outing like this early this year you know before a dual hunter came up you had simon muziati come in here and he could not do anything he couldn't hit he he i heard that his glove is good enough to be playing in the majors he had a couple mistakes i mean bryson's thought i think he's gonna be fine but that really hurts again with the whole farm system there bryson stock comes in and after a, a, a three weeks, he's back to he's back down to Lehigh Valley. That's a killer, man. That's an absolute killer. Like the good teams, they are able to go down to their farm system, go down to triple triple A, and then bring someone up who can help them for a game or two, and then they can go back right back down to triple A. We don't have that. I think that is where the issues stem with with this baseball team. I mean, I know we killed Didi Gregorius, but he actually hasn't been horrible uh, for on this season. Um, I mean, the center field position has been a, a problem for this team for over five years now, and that's that's a fact of the matter. Now we do have some positive news on Mickey Moniak. Um, actually, I just actually I could pull that up real quick. I have the exact report because MLB.com did put out, and of course it's not there, right? Of course, because why would it be there? Right when I need to look for it, 
why would it not be there? Maybe I, if I go to the major news here, I just want to give the, the Phillies fans some optimism with Mickey Moniak. And of course, MLB.com said, you don't really need to give any updates on Mickey Moniak, right? I literally was reading a great article of the updates of the Phillies. And of course, it is not here now. But we can go. All right, we're going to do one more stitch effort. And if not, I'm going to go off what I remember from this article. No, I don't want to sign up today. Uh, best cheesesteaks in Philly. Interesting. Okay, here we go. Phillies injuries and roster moves. Here we go. Beautiful. All right, so uh, Mickey Moniak has been uh, put now onto the 10-day IL, which is pretty good. So his return is expected to be early to mid-May. So possibly beginning of next week or in two weeks, we could have Mickey Moniak coming back. Uh, from the looks of it, he Moniak has started lightly swinging and throwing. Um, this is what Joe Girardi said on Saturday. Uh, he has yet to take any contact swing. So there, that's a little bit of, of some, uh, that's a little bit there for you guys as well. There is no specific timetable, uh, Joe was saying, but obviously right now, all we really have is the early to mid May return here for him. Um, he just con continued practice, but he is making, uh, some progress. Uh, it looks like Odubel, according to Joe Girardi, um, he's got the lock on center field. And we'll see if, if when Mickey Moniak what he does. But look, if Mickey Moniak comes in, comes back, you got to give him a, a fair shot of trying to be part of this rotation. Like I think that when he comes back, you put Mickey in the role that Adam, uh, Matt Beerling is playing right now, um, starting at center field every now and then, being a utility guy, someone who can pinch hit or, or just sub out on defense as well. But you got to give him that due diligence. Um, because he was going to be the opening day center fielder if it wasn't for the injury. And he did bat 378 in spring training. Granted, that is spring training. I understand that. He did have four doubles and six homers with 11 RBIs. Um, so that is warranted for another opportunity uh, at center field. But um, center field, shortstop. Uh, I mean, right now, second base is a problem. I mean, Gene Segura, I don't know what is going on with him, uh, to be quite honest with you guys. But Obviously, with the bat and with the glove, it's just not. It's it, he's in a he's in a slump, in a really bad slump. And um, I've I already heard people saying that now we need a new second baseman. I mean, relax, like <laughs> relax. Uh, we have a lot, we have a couple guys struggling. I mean, Bryce Harper is struggling right now. Does that mean we got to go out and look for a new right fielder? No, you're not replacing the reigning NL MVP. It's just the ebb and flows of a baseball season. And I think that Gene Segura is going to be completely fine. He's just going through a bad slump, but the fielding is a little bit more of a concern to me than it is um, the bat because it's actually been a he's been a solid fielder in Philadelphia. And reminder, we've put Gene Segura in a bunch of different spots. We played him at second. We played him at shortstop. We played him at third. Um, so I, I'm I'm not worried too much about him. But um, we the structure team is problem. So I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, Logan, I appreciate that, Logan. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate that, man. We just, we just, we just love Philly sports, man, and we just want to show the love, man. That's all it is, brother. That's all it is. Um, we got a Girardi blows, man. I, I mean, look, I, I can't defend Joe Girardi for pulling out Zach Wheeler, uh, with one out left after having a fantastic game, a no, a, a no run game, uh, and he had seven strikeouts. He only threw seventy eight pitches, right? It's crazy because on Thursday, I believe he, he threw eighty six pitches. 
and he only pitched like six innings. And tonight he's going strong through seven and two thirds. Like, just let him out there for that last out. Like, come on, Joe. Stop being a jerk off. <laughs> uh, even so, it was a blue hit. I'm not sure what, what hit you're talking about, N N Nazar Haria. If you're still out there, if, if I can get the, uh, the clarification, that would be awesome because I'd like to answer you. Um, so Nazari, we're actually on, uh, so we're on you, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we're also obviously right here on TikTok. Uh, this is the Philly game recap. We do these every single night. We do it live. I give you guys my thoughts on every game that went, that goes down. Uh, and of course, I'd love to get your guys input. We do have the ability for you guys to come in the show physically and give us your thoughts for a couple of minutes. Uh, well, the link is right now on the, in the comment section right here on YouTube. So all you got to do is copy and paste. And I'll take you right here to backstage and you guys can come in and give us your thoughts. But I appreciate you uh, checking in. L.A. sports fan, I do appreciate the follow, my brother. I will see you on Saturday night. Union versus LAFC should be a fun one. It always, always is. Um, Colton Fernando, I'm not a DJ, um, so I don't have the ability to do that. And if I do tinker with uh, my computer here, that could really mess up with the Wi-Fi. Uh, but I will definitely check check that song out once we're done here. I will definitely check that. And I thank you for coming and checking out this Phillies game recap. Oh, all right. That, all right. So the the tough part about the sport that we watch, that we love, the, the baseball sport that we discuss of, um, is that you got to have short-term memory. So we got to put this game away. We got to essentially forget it. We got to get back to it tomorrow. And it's not easy because tomorrow starts a one of four a four-game series against those stinking New York Mets who give us all the fits possible. Uh, it's a 645 first pitch. Obviously, it's, it's the series is here in Philadelphia. Uh, Aaron Nola is going to be on the bump here on Thursday afternoon or Thursday night. And he's going to go up against Taewon Walker, who we've already seen twice uh, throughout the season. I believe in the first start, he went, so his, first, his two starts have been against Philadelphia, which is ironic enough. His last start, he did go five deep. I did allow two uh, two hits, um, and, the, and then in the first one on April 11th, he had, he went too strong, uh, and he had allowed no hits whatsoever and no earned runs in both games. So he's definitely hittable. We all know this. We just gotta get some. We gotta get some hits. Stop swinging for the bat. Stop swinging for the fences. I am so curious what this lineup is gonna look like to, uh, tomorrow. Joe Girardi has been trying every single possible co combination. And we got to rattle Taewon Walker bright and early. And if we want to stick Nick Castellanos back at second, I'm completely okay with it. I just do not know who the heck you put at leadoff. I, I think at this point, just go back to Odubel. I, I think that for me, like, I don't really care where we put Odubel in the lineup. And I just think that he's the one that really you don't lose too much by moving him there. And he's the one that would take on that responsibility. I don't know his kind of his allergies. He was obviously uh, there today. Uh, he came on, he came on late in the game. Obviously, that he was there in that tenth inning. Uh, so if his allergies are, are, I guess, are tamed, he'll definitely uh, get back out there on tomorrow. But it's gonna be, it is gonna be tough of uh, what it, what the lineup could possibly look like. I really have no idea what Joe Girardi's thinking, and that's just the that's just the uh, the million dollar question. What you can do, but you gotta, you gotta rattle Taiwan. You just gotta rattle Taiwan Walker. That's the name of the game. But all right, guys, we do have to shut this down. We're two minutes over. Um, but thank you guys so much for checking out today's Phillies game recap. I really do appreciate it. 
Again, the Phillies fall 2-1 to to the Texas Rangers. Yes, they did get sweeped by the Texas Rangers. But tomorrow, we start our four-game series against the New York Mets. Everything, it's a clean page. We get back to it bad tomorrow. You got to get the job done. Guys, thank you so much for tuning on in. If you guys enjoyed the content, do me a solid by liking the video. And, of course, if you have not already, make sure you guys subscribe for all of your Phillies and to join in this family. Of course, you find all these videos rebroadcasted in podcast form. Available on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Find it under OI. Philly sports. Of course, guys, big thank you to our friends over at La Terrain Watches. Make sure you guys check out La Terrain Watches. Fantastic watches. They're high-quality watches at a bargain price, so make sure you check them out at La Terrain Watches. We will leave the link in the descriptions below. Make sure you guys use the promo code El Par- or sorry, use the promo code Parcero Philly for 10% off at the checkout page. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go Phils. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>